Hello and welcome to And Now for Something Completely Machinima, the podcast about machinima, virtual production, and other related technologies. We're here to talk this week about uh, our film pick for the week, which is Ricky's pick. It is something called It's Just a Game. This is an Elden Ring-based uh, machinima film. Ricky, tell us all about it. Sure, happy to. Well, um, this pick was a personal one for me because I've been playing Elden Ring like crazy since it uh, came out last March of 2022. It's probably my favorite game uh, that any of I've, I've played. And um, the director of this film, Grayson Flows, one word, uh, started putting together sort of, I guess you'd call them studies in the mythology and background of Elden Ring, which, by the way, George R.R. R. Martin contributed to some of the story of the background of Elden Ring. And it's fascinating. It's very gothic, very dark, uh, filled with lots of tragedy, family tragedies and betrayals and very strange. The Japanese have a particular fascination with body horror, and uh, this the the game is just filled with all sorts of strange body transformations. But anyway, uh, Grayson flows his uh, YouTube channel. He spends a lot of time on all of his uh, uh, short films, sort of elaborating on the background stories, picking particular characters and particular histories, and and then uh, um, illustrating them in a machinima style. He uses a uh, 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 a hack, Otis INF, a guy who makes a, I assume, makes extra money or a living uh, hacking major games to, to enable machinima-like camera movements in the game. And uh, But the difference is, rather than making them, you know, in the past, when people would do that, they'd just make it for free. What he's done is, and, and I understand it and I appreciate it, he's created a Patreon a system where if you want to uh, use that particular thing, you have to donate to his Patreon. Now it's a minuscule, what, $8.99 or 10 bucks, something like that, which is well worth it. I mean, $100 a year, $120 a year for using a fantastic tool that allows you to reposition the camera, um, create camera movements in time, slow down, uh, go back, record something, and then go back and do it. Uh, very reminiscent of the very early days when Phil, you did recamming of of uh, different uh, fights and stuff. But in this case, it's the it's not only the action of the game, but it's the cutscenes as well. So you can go into the cutscenes and re recam them, which is pretty cool. So that's what Grayson Flows did. He went back in, and he did sort of uh, the entire player experience from the beginning of the game all the way to fighting the very last boss. Now, um, as a, as a film, it, it's a bit of an insider film. You tend to appreciate it more if you're playing the game than if you, uh, you don't. Um, but he, what, one of the things that he does, it's, it's really well edited. Um, he does a wonderful job of putting together the, uh, score, to it and selecting particular scenes, you get a real feel of the game, um, and also a great sense of the, of the of the game environment, because he'll have a he'll have the character moving at center 
forward and then he'll cut to another scene and then another scene and then another scene. So you get to see this, this, this strange feeling you get of going through an alien landscape traveling because it's an open world game a huge open world game and you can go anywhere you want and 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 it's filled with all sorts of strange and odd things um i liked it a lot uh although compared to the other films we're doing this month it's not nearly as good as the other ones but and it's a personal choice but i i really enjoyed uh, watching it and his other films who it's a little bit long but some of his other films on his channel are a little bit better. I, I may have uh, not picked the best one there, but this is a good introduction to it. And uh, uh, what did you guys think of the of the film? You want me to I get enjoyed it? watching it a lot. Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and go next. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. I appreciated the fact that uh, that that change of environment that you were talking about, that the variety of landscapes and colors and textures and uh it just these totally different environments showcased in this this short little film for someone who hasn't played the game i've watched over my son's shoulder for all of maybe 10 minutes as he's played it uh he's he's obsessed with it as much as you are ricky i think uh, nah. and for the same reasons i think like it's not just uh, you know hack and slash attraction it's i i went into his room just last night and Hey, what are you working on? And he had this screen open and was working on writing up. A, he's he's got aspirations to to make his own games at some point, and he's writing up a mythology uh, of the the beliefs of the people of this world that he's building out, uh, and clearly inspired by the depth of uh, world building in uh, not only Dark Souls but especially here in in Elden Ring. So. Um, yeah, this was this was visually tasty. I I didn't have a connection with, uh, with the specific narrative of the game, having not played it. But the progression was clearly laid out, and I I assumed uh, when it came in into that last major conflict that that mu this must be the final boss of the the game, right. the final confrontation, right? Um, simply because of the scale and also I think because of the way that he built up to it there's it's this sort of sense of a journey and there's there's perils along the way but ultimately heading somewhere I thought those shots were it seems like some of them were he was on horseback just riding directly at the screen right and right. kept changing the environments and then later on on foot same thing that was just wonderful yeah um I I, yeah. I just really liked it so um yeah, yeah, it's 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 a good pick, and um, you know, like like you said, it's 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 not constructed narrative to the point where there's a whole lot to pick apart and analyze here, but as a uh, a demonstration of the a lot of stuff that was shown in that that I would have never seen having not played the game, yeah. and I imagine that someone who has played it, it's it's you know probably like almost a slideshow of all these memories of. Yeah. encounters that you experienced while playing it and uh you know that that's that's a major category of machinima for sure yeah he called yeah. it a, a tribute edit to the best game of the year so although it's all on the surface it's just visual and it's more like an, a, a guided narrative there's no drama or anything right. like that so it doesn't quite have the same resonance um but but as just a visual tribute to the game, I think it's it's really well good. done. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, do you know what I was just thinking? We haven't really seen too much Elden Ring machinima yet. That's right. Uh, I, I mean, to my surprise, really, because, you know, as this particular film demonstrates, it's absolutely stunning. It's a stunning world. I'm sure you could make lots of really interesting um, stories out of this, but we just haven't seen an awful lot. To me, this is it, this is clearly fan art and an absolute tribute to that sort of stunning. And I, to me, it's kind of gothic like in, in its detail. It, it's mm-hmm. just that kind of it's got that kind of beauty to it i think really that i associate with 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 gothic art um the music selection november c- composed by um richter is absolutely perfect for this it's got a haunting beauty to it that just perfectly suits this uh, run through of, of the game i think it absolutely demonstrates the vastness of the, the of the virtual environment with a with this sort of climax of some amazing kind of battle scene and it and it you know what you've got here is is a is a bit of a narrative arc, if you like, and it, it seems to be told in sort of three sections. There's this kind of running sequence, which seems to be incredibly well timed to the rhythm of the of of the music. Good um, point. With some, um, you know, some I think there's some really really, you know. Uh, those sort of changes, they're really just mind-blowing. The way that he's done the changes and edited that together on time into the music, really well done. And then from the running, you you kind of, which, which I have to say I was completely exhausted watching because it's the same <laughs> same kind of speed just going through it. Yeah. You, then, you then get this switch to these fighting mythical creatures um, section. Um, and you've got all these kind of, blades and battles um demonstrated in this sort of next section and then you've got this also this this really interesting spoken piece um which is it seems articulating the poetry of the game now what i wanted to ask you is i obviously never played this game is that poetry and that that voice acting is that in the game or has he edited that it's in, in the game it's okay. in the game well it's beautiful that yeah. It really adds a depth to this, so it, it's really, really well done, and that the timing of it and the way that it's been included really kind of creates these sort of three sections. Um, really did enjoy it immensely. I have to say, I felt. Oh, I'm glad. Well, it was a. It's overall, it was a little bit long. I thought the running. That's section what I thought. Could have been a bit shorter. The fighting section um, with these mythical creatures could have been a little bit shorter. And I don't think you lost any of the sense or, or of the significance of the the beauty of it. Had he have edited it down just a little bit? Um, but then yeah. again, I, when I was looking at this guy's channel, I was thinking maybe that's not really what he's trying to demonstrate here, because what I think he's uh, about on on the channel um, is all about speedruns through games. Um, and so maybe what he's uh, demonstrating. Um, was that you know was that sort of speed run which you kind of seem to suggest as well in your opening remarks about it um yeah so maybe that's why it wasn't perhaps as well edited as some of the other films that we will be reviewing this month as well um because that's not his 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 that's not his objective yeah yeah exactly um but but overall i mean wow 
this game is amazing. Well, I'm so it? glad. I wasn't sure how you guys would respond to it because it's such a personal choice for me. But you know, this I think the answer to your question is why there isn't so much machinima is that the game is just too goddamn good. Mm. You what you want to do is you finish it. And then you immediately have an idea, well, if I play this other character, I could come in and really beat this one boss who's so tough, you know, and I could avoid that and I could do this. It's so vast and so exciting, the gameplay, is that you don't even think. I mean, you get, uh, while I was playing, I was thinking, well, that would be a good machinima scene. You could do a whole story about that. But it's sort of, in a way, like life. You go through life meeting people and you drive past people and they all have their stories. And you see something interesting, you go, well, that's interesting. And if you went over there and got involved in it, you could find all about it. You could find about who those people Well, That's exactly how the game is. If you move away from the main storyline or your main objectives, you can go over and find a whole story behind a whole group of people. Um, and, And that's partially what draws you in. So I think it's the excellence of the game that keep, keeps people from wanting to make machinima because rather than making a, a story about this you want to go find out more about it yourself you know mm. really and, interesting uh, mm. yeah yeah exactly i also think it's a it's got a fascinating world it's very much paralleling the story of christianity uh, the the mythology of Christianity in which you have a fallen world and then various people have changed the world because of their obsessive beliefs, either through, like there's one uh, very powerful uh, person who has gotten the belief that the way to solve the problems of the world is to graft parts of other people onto to himself. And their value is, is that the people are like objects to help him with his obsession. And that's just one small character. There's another character, an incredible warrior, a female warrior. And that's a great thing. Genders are very evenly matched all the way through the game. And there's another character in which um, she got a, uh, is very powerful group of sisters all three women are very powerful in the game and she she came down because of a, it's a long story but she came down with this terrible disease called rot and it infected her and so much so that it it and she's so powerful that it infected this whole area of the game where if you go through it you could get this rot thing that would kill you so you have all of these fallen people and you are the only person who's going to bring them all together. You you play this kind of Christ figure, um, although you don't sacrifice anything, you know, there's no sacrificial element. But the but the the through line is you you're going to become the Elden Lord, which will bring all of this together again. So I, I, that that's just incredibly appealing, and it also fits all of the narrative tropes of classic fantasy too the same thing with tolkien's lord of the rings the the main character has the ring and that by getting rid of the ring he'll he'll get rid of the awful thing that's that's breaking apart the world and the world can reform again 
So I think that myth that they're telling in the story is very appealing to people, even if they don't even know what the myth is mm-hmm. or they have well, no awareness a, of it. There's a lot of reference in here, is there not, to what they call it or what what I think I heard as being called the tarnished. Is that what you mean by the kind of Christ? The tarnished, like- that's it. Yeah, okay. The tarnished are in between people, people who have fallen and... Um, your goal as a and you're you're an outsider so everybody treats you oh you're a tarnished huh and you get this feeling of being in a inside of a story as you're playing the game without the story being because it's an open world you're not forced down a narrative path you don't you don't have to follow this narrative path you can go anywhere you want and what it is is you you I didn't pay a lot of attention, a lot of attention to the story when I first played the game because the game is so god goddamn hard. What you just want to do is learn how to survive through the game. It's the hardest game I've ever played. Uh, I think at one point I played, I had to fight this one character over fifty times before I was able to beat them, and I and the only way I could do it was through advice from YouTube experts, mm. you know. <laughs> Well, you so missed, just, I don't know how many shows last year playing Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. It's an obsession. It really becomes a my my partner. She just railed at me a couple times for you. Hey, you're, you're damn. You're spending so much time. I'm over it, thankfully now, but I'm okay now. Yeah. My new obsession is Diablo Four. So oh, <laughs> there okay. you go. But well, anyway, well, I really I really like this. And if if you like, if you want to know more about it. Check Grayson Flo's YouTube channel because he's got many short uh, tributes to Elden Ring. Mm. Um, well, I look forward to seeing more machinima in it. Uh, yeah. But you know what? I was thinking maybe what we're looking at, because because we're still seeing lots of Half-Life machinima being made, aren't we? I mean, yes. how, however many years on. And I'm wondering, because that's also a very complex world that people have, seem to have kind of, made more and more and more of as time has gone on and they've understood the depths of it more, I suppose. So maybe that's what we'll see. Machinima will take a long time to come through on this one. Yeah. Yeah. But Half-Life was in, it had one foot in the Machinima world right from the very beginning. It did. Yeah. Yeah. So the tradition of, of people, even as, even as people became middle-aged, they would look back at Half-Life 2 and go, wow, I can make a story out of that. The people playing Elden Ring, I don't, for the most part, I don't think are a lot of machinima-oriented people, because machinima has moved. Modern machinima has moved into the Unreal, uh, Unity, iClone world, you know, which is different. Mm-hmm. Great pick, Ricky. Thank you. I've, Thank you I've very seen much. The, I've seen the notification come up on Steam so many times since we're friends on Steam. If Ricky is playing Elden Ring, Ricky's playing Elden Ring. <laughs> so I knew this day would come eventually where we'd get to talk about it on the show. And I'm glad it has come. Actually, when that stopped, I got worried. I thought, is Ricky okay? One so. piece of advice for anybody wanting to play Elden Ring. Don't mess with the bears. Whatever you do, if you ever see a bear, do not mess with it. Just go around it, ride around it, walk around it. And the dogs, don't mess with the bears and the dogs. That's all. 
I, if you I do that, you'll the, be okay. Yeah, the, the bear advice it translates really well to real world too. I, I think that yes. would generally be my advice for bears. Yeah, because if you go Cleveland as well, and they're and they're they're docile, but if you start messing with them, like hey, hey I'm really gonna really gonna take care of you, um, they'll one shot you. You know. Oh, by the way, one last thing. There's a really interesting. It's not machinima. It's a two D uh, series that celebrates the absurdity of uh, of uh, Elden Ring and the frustrations involved in Elden Ring. I think it's by Car Hat Productions, I think it is. But anyway, you if you just do Elden Ring cartoon on YouTube, you'll see it. They did maybe 31 episodes and they're hilarious. You should watch them, Phil. They're very, I very will. funny. I'll check it out. It's it's this doofus sort of Buster Keaton-like character trying to play Elden Ring. And of course they just get smashed every turn you know but it's so funny it's really really good brilliant that's it for this episode so i'm going to close the episode with how i should have opened it but i'm an idiot and i forgot <laughs> i'm phil rice and with me is ricky grove and tracy harwood uh damien cannot be with us uh this episode he's being uh, chased by paparazzi yeah uh, thanks to all the press attention he's beginning lately so uh, but we, we uh, hope to have him back with us soon and we'll see you all in our next episode Bye. thanks everyone thank you